Hey, Craig from District here. You're about to listen to a live recording from District and Jameson's The Shed live at All Together Now Festival on the August Bank Holiday weekend. There is some swearing, there is some profanity. Visit drinkaware.ie for more information. Enjoy the show. I'm Hannah, I'm the deputy editor of District Magazine um, and this is District and Jameson's The Shed. So all weekend we're just grabbing some cool people that are playing at the festival or involved or have done installations uh, for a chat. And these two lovely girls are the uh, same sister. Hello. Hello. Um, so thank you so much for joining me, girls. They literally just got out of a car and ran over here. Sorry, we're all like... <laughs> it's very sweaty. Where were you travelling from? Just from Dublin, but um, we took a few wrong turns on the way here, so we're a bit rushed. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> this is perfect. It's a little bit confusing, actually, if you don't know exactly where you're going. Yeah. Hi. There's a lot of... A lot of roads. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, we're going to get straight into it because they're playing soon. So if you don't have a plan for after this, Saint Sister are on at quarter past four yes. on the some kind of wonderful stage. And if you don't know who they are, you haven't heard of them before, please go and check them out because their music is fab and it will just fit in with the aesthetic of the festival and you'll have a great time. Um, so catch us up on your summer so far. What have you guys been up to? We've sort of been mostly um, finishing up our album, which is now finally finished. It's taken us a really long time. But um, we've had a few festivals here and there, but this is probably the quietest summer we've had so far because we're kind of gearing up towards the album release, which is in October. So that's kind of... And we've been trying to do a bit of writing as well for the next one. So we've only done... We've done a handful of festival gigs. It's been mostly prepare, finishing the album and preparing for the tour that starts in September. That is a massive tour you're about to go on. Yeah. Um, so the girls are going pretty much all over the world, right? Yeah. Over to the States? load of Irish and UK dates and then to Europe. And we're going to Australia as well, which is mental because I don't know how that happened. Yeah. We've never, never haven't been before to most of those places. It's so. amazing. Congratulations. What? <laughs> oh, there's a dog on the stage. Wow. <laughs> what, how do your audiences differ? Um, you've played a good few uh, gigs abroad and stuff already. So is there a big difference? Do you find that or does it all just blend in? Um, well, I mean, we, we play to bigger audiences in Ireland just because we're from here and stuff like that. But we're just so delighted if we go anywhere abroad and see anyone in the audience. It's like a dream come true to us. It, so we just want to keep playing and releasing music. So if we can keep doing that and people keep showing up to our shows, that's, that's a dream for us. So you've been together for four years now? Yes, it Is must it be. Four years? Yeah. Like a couple. Yeah. Like I can't believe it's Considering like everything that you've accomplished, you're about to bring out the debut album, but all of the big massive gigs and the recognition that you're getting and the radio play and playing Glastonbury and stuff, it's a very quick trajectory for such a young band. Thank you, yeah. Um, I think we, we started playing a lot of live gigs uh, straight away that we probably weren't ready for or that we weren't, um, we certainly we certainly weren't ready for. We played one of our one of our, f- like our fourth gig was supporting Will Butler. And I think little things like that helped us in terms of the live performance to, to keep on getting gigs that we didn't expect to get. But then it came a time where we had to really step back and say, we need to take time out to write the album because that kept getting pushed off. And so I feel like we think, we feel like it's been a long time coming this album and that four years is a long time to get to the debut album, but we're finally here <laughs> and we're so excited to put it out in s- October. And what do you think it was that got you noticed so quickly and got you those gigs? Were you posting videos online? Was it the internet? Was it luck? Was it just someone walked into a gig and booked you and it went from there? I have no no idea. It's so hard to know like what comes from where or but I, I, we we just as you said, it was mostly live gigs that we kinda did early on and 
we just met some met some lovely people who um it's all people at the end of the day so when you're like we've just met some lovely bookers and uh, like kind of early on and i think that was kind of key because um live wise although we were kind of like part of us was like maybe we should just sit in a room and, and write a load of songs and then in that way the album would have come much quicker but for us anyway for kind of building and for helping your head and stuff deal with it just getting out and playing as many shows as you can kind of seemed to be the thing and if, if something came up and even if it didn't seem that worth that we just kind of you know if it was far away and it was going to cost us a lot we just kind of did it anyway and just just doing as, as many shows as we could I think yeah kind of helped I think the fact that we didn't have anything else going for us at the time when we started <laughs> the band was a blessing because there was just no other distractions there was <laughs> no, no other there's no plan b it's like if this doesn't work we're um, scuppered so I it was kind of weird in that way we just like let we just met it was just straight after college in that sort of phase we were like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here and Morgan just came along and was like do you want to do this and I was like yes <laughs> absolutely and then it was a bit mental like it's not really an advisable thing to do it's and we didn't know each other when we did this as well so I don't know what possessed us to invest all of our money and all of our time <laughs> in a stranger but um it worked out we must have had some sort of intuition that we'd get on well so I think that's kind of what has stuck to us and I think having no plan B yeah. is, a <laughs> is a good mantra or yeah. maybe a terrible mantra maybe ask us in a year <laughs> and you guys both met in Trinity isn't it and have you been living in Dublin ever since or are you moving around we've, uh, we've both been both been there so I'm from Derry and Morgan's from Belfast but we both just moved on for college that was about seven or eight years ago now and just stuck around and I suppose Craig touched on it in the last talk. I don't think you guys caught it, but like people like Kelly Byrne and David Kitt and stuff, like speaking yeah. out about the rental crisis at yeah. the moment and creatives having to leave the capital. Has that affected you guys yet? Definitely. It's nuts. Like I keep doing this thing where I just move out anytime we go on a tour, even if it's only like a month off, <laughs> because it's just kind of you just kind of have to. You can't really afford to be. I can't definitely afford to be renting. Like when we're going away now. Um, we, I, like we'll be away for kind of three four months which isn't really that long but it just kind of forces you into a head of like i can't i can't afford to pay four months rent and not be here. there and we are back we're still so it's still a, a massive inconvenience but that's kind of it's been like our way of, of dealing with it and i've just been moving around a lot and like trying to strip back so that you can just kind of up and go and you have to which isn't kind of does feel like a kind of remnant of that yeah it's not really a, like if you could just stay in a house, you obviously would, but it's just gone. It's just gone nuts. Because we love Dublin, and especially coming from the north, it's um we feel no kind of. I guess I speak to a lot of my friends who grew up in Dublin, and they're like, oh, maybe we'll move to London or kind of get out. But for us, this is our big city. This is like um, like we absolutely adore it here. So it is. But we're having conversations like, oh, maybe we should move back home. And the north is much cheap. Like we could get much cheaper rent there. And it's definitely because when you when you are like touring and stuff if you if your base is just for when you're writing or rehearsing or whatever it is that you're doing it doesn't really have to be in at any place in particular so like i don't know maybe we maybe we will go yeah because we're, we're both based like our families and stuff are up north so sometimes when i go home to Derry, like i just kind of like everything's just so cheap and you just can't i can't there's just no competition for you it just kind of go what am i doing why am i still down there and you kind of touched on my next question but you said you have to move around so much which sounds so difficult for me and that you're stripping back to pack up and go does your does that affect your creativity is it hard or are you able to just bring that on the road with you can you ride anywhere it depends um, what kind of riding i think i i kind of need like 
would work with a lot of like mostly kind of production kind of stuff so I sort of need to get myself out of ahead of just being like I need to be in a room with all my gear because that can't always happen so um we're just I always trying to think of new ways I think mentally it's been kind of nice stripping back just because you've less things to like think about and worry about but that's not necessarily maybe it's all just one big form of procrastination yeah like in terms of I think you're because Gemma does a lot of the production and stuff so she does need a lot of like her stuff. setup she needs her computer and her instruments and stuff whereas I would focus on the lyrics and melody and I find that they come like when a tour is like the best mm. place for it because it's always when we're out drinking and I'll just like be in the corner <laughs> singing into my phone trying to She'll record just disappear and start writing stuff down or like on the way somewhere I just like sh I just have to shut off so um but then it, you do need the time that um the touring doesn't really allow you to really hone those um ideas and stuff like that but because um, you're in like just a different sort of head like yeah. your head's a bit melty when you're like travel will do that yeah thing. exactly yeah. so yeah, on paper you're like oh that'll be lovely and we'll be doing this and you'll have all this like headspace but it's just running around like yeah and it's tiring and <laughs> yeah like even getting on a plane to london you somehow end up exhausted after a two-hour flight i know um do you think ireland supports its creatives there are a lot of really amazing bodies that are that yeah. exist that we've got a lot of support from, like FMC um, and um, Angela Dorgan's at the helm of that, and she organises all the hardworking class heroes, which was one of our early gigs that really felt like made sense for us and and did I think propel us a little bit um, further. But and then she sent us over and funded us to go over to um, South by Southwest in Austin and loads of different um, showcases. So there are amazing things that exist that are, I guess, funded by Culture Ireland and um, and then in turn the government, but it's difficult. It's very, it's very, very hard and it feels like I th there can always be room for improvement and there's um, definitely a lot of work to be done, I think. Yeah, big time. There's a long, long way to go, but there's just so many create the creative like um, buzz in Ireland is just like incredible. There's just so many creative people and so many creative people doing amazing things that you'd have to be optimistic about it i think I yeah hope. absolutely because like you come to something like this or like every other weekend it, there's just new festivals popping up new people doing unbelievable things and you meet people at these things and you're just like jesus like the, it's unbelievable like so yeah there's a long long way to go but i'd be hopeful i hope yeah and tell us a little bit about your causing trouble video that you just brought out yeah, so that was um, amazing. That was uh, Brendan Canty made that, and uh, we that was the first video we didn't really have a lot of involvement in, and we're used to kind of um, driving around everyone around and um, picking up pieces of carpet from the shop to try and build the set and things like that. But this one, it was just incredible. It just like showed up on our computers one day and. Oh, thank you. And uh, yeah, it just. We were blown away by it. It's um, really beautifully shot. and the It's beautiful. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it, check it out, guys. It's on YouTube yes. and your social media. Yeah. Um, so your debut album is finally coming out yes. this October. Tell us a little bit about it. What can we expect? Any exclusives? <laughs> um, it is... So it's called Shape of Silence. And it we wanted to call it Shape of Silence um, because we were interested in the idea of silence and what can be felt and said and heard in the gaps so when nothing is being said or nothing's being played and we do like to experiment a lot with space in our music and not overloading the song with um instrumentation or ideas so 
it was kind of like about stripping stuff back and and that made sense to think of silence as like an object that you could almost hold because it can feel so heavy sometimes and we were kind of interested in that so that's the overarching theme i guess and uh the album it's got um got a few songs that we've already released that we felt we couldn't bring we couldn't leave off the album and that it wouldn't be telling the, the full story of our um of our journey up till now but um most of them are um new and uh some of them are more poppy and and um we've kind of pushed past the our sonic extreme so some of them are like more poppy than we've ever done before and then some of them are more introspective than we've ever done before so hopefully it's not too much of a departure um from what we've already put out there just kind of um exploring the boundaries of those genres that sounds so exciting and there's something very irish about the silence isn't it because we're not great talkers and i think that tie-in is really nice um and you're going to enjoy that live then yes yeah this is oh yeah Hi. you're working <laughs> yeah we are and some of the depending on where we're going we have the band here with us today we play with um a drummer and a bass player as well um and for some of the shows like closer to home we'll have them the guys with us which is amazing we'd always rather play with the full band if we can but for some of them it'll just be the two of us so the shows will kind of differ in that way as well and just one more question before I let you go, Soundcheck. Um, is it scary, something that you've been working on and building towards for four years and it's nearly finally ready and you just have to put it out there and let it be criticised and listened to and adored? Like, that must be quite... It kind You kind of go through so many different phases with it or, like, w when we sort of finished writing it, it was terrifying because you're still kind of in it, like, you still feel really part of it. And then I think the whole, like, mixing, mastering, artwork process has just been so, like... It's taken so long. At this stage, it's like it's done. Like yeah, just, just let it, it go. Office. Yeah, like you, you kind of. It's almost good to have that because I'd be real weird. Like about like there's times we put out a song and I'm like I don't know if it's right. Like I'm not ready yet, and that's a hard, that's a scary feeling when you kind of still feel like when you still feel really close to, as in you feel like you could still dive in and change something, yeah. then you're not ready for someone to hear it. But when it's been like months of just being like oh please please be over <laughs> please end <laughs> we're ready now to like like not have to yeah uh, not have it be ours anymore definitely oh that's so exciting i can't wait to hear it and good luck today thank you girls thanks, thanks, so, thanks much. so much thanks, thanks for listening for <laughs> thank you So that was a live recording from the District and Jameson's The Shed live all together now. Uh, keep an eye on District social media for more recordings and uploads and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. All the best.